What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. New Year, still doing the same stupid opening. Welcome to another episode of Movie Nerds. And if you're watching on YouTube, <laughs> uh, it's your host, Mike. Amber's out paying a bench or something somewhere. So I decided to go solo. And today I'm talking exclusively about Spider-Man. Talking about Spider-Verse into Spider-Verse. My favorite movie of 2018 and probably a million other people. So if you haven't seen it yet, don't worry. This is not a spoiler review. This is just a gushing review. I'm just so excited. I have not stopped talking about Spider-Man since I've seen it. I saw it twice. Saw it, went out and bought a bunch of Spider-Man comics, read more about it. This was my favorite spider man um source material i think is what i'm looking for this was based on kind of the ultimate line of spider-man my favorite spider-man series the series where peter parker dies and then a younger uh spider-man takes over the mantle of spider-man so that's done i thought was done really well in the comics so when i saw that they were making a spider-verse based on miles morales and um and how it's crossing over with another universe of spider-man oh i was completely in awe and i thought the art of the trailers looked so cool um so i made sure not to overwatch the trailers i do that i used to do that a lot i got a lot better at it so that's a that's a good thing there are many reasons why this movie is my favorite movie. Um, the soundtrack. The soundtrack was super dope. The story. Uh, the ideas of the Ultimate Universe crossing into the regular universe. Uh, all the Spider-Mans that are in it. That was really cool. Really cool to see Spider-Gwen. And the voice acting. I think Jake Johnson's his name. He's the one that voices the Spider-Man that's mostly in the movie as kind of like a mentor. But he is my absolute favorite Spider-Man now. He is the voice I hear when I when I read these Spider-Man books. It's just it's so fun now. It's so much more entertaining to have a a, a voice to put to these to these words that I read. And even um, another really like intense part of the movie that I love so much is the uh, the score, the sound effects. There are characters in this movie that have one of my favorite noises, which is a kind of a weird thing. It's just so intense and kind of scary, and it's perfect fitting for this uh, this villain in the movie here. So first I'm going to start with the source material. So this movie takes place in the Ultimate Universe, which to people who aren't uh, real keen to the comics, the Ultimate Spider-Man was just a separate series that was developed in like 2000s where they're just kind of retell the whole Spider-Man story in like an updated fashion where Spider-Man might have a cell phone or access to internet and everything. So they just cram all the favorite Spider-Man stories into this 
Spider-Man uh, Ultimate Universe. So you kind of know what's going to happen, but it's interesting to see like how they kind of would do it if they redid it. Not quite like a reboot, but kind of. But that was my favorite series. And so they're just going to skip right ahead and do a movie based on what happens like towards the very end. Whatever. I'm all for it. The next favorite thing I liked about the movie was the soundtrack. The soundtrack's got Post Malone. I think it's got Will Smith's kid, Jaden Smith. I forgot what song he has. But after I saw that movie, I was like, all right, I'm kind of really digging it. And then I went out and bought like five of the songs on Google Play. I could have just saved money and bought the whole album. but I didn't and I've been listening to it just about every day and moving on to all of this the characters in the movie the characters in the movie that are voiced by probably the funnest cast uh put together for an animation you got your spider Gwen which I thought was really cool to see on screen you got spider pig which I've seen him in an animated movie and I I or animated cartoon show so I kind of knew what to expect when I saw him and then there was a anime style uh, girl character from the way future who had a robot. She wasn't necessarily a spider man. So they could have just ditched her. That would have been uh, a little bit better. <laughs> and then they also have uh Spider-Man noir. Uh, I'm not really into noir, but it's like a black and white style of storytelling, I guess. But that's voiced by Nick Cage, who sounds like he could play a fucking batman the way his character is written in this tv show or this movie it's kind of as if uh, spider-man was batman like in the 1930s where everything was black and white so let's see what else i think um and just the overall aesthetic of the whole movie the balance between a 3d animated and a 2d animation it took 3d objects in space and kind of painted it and painted them as if they were uh, to be shown in 2D flat. but And as you're watching it, you're kind of thinking, am I in the wrong movie? Is it, am I at the 3D movie? Because it looks kind of funky. And it looks kind of weird. And then you just get about a few minutes into the movie, and you're like, oh, this is a lot better. I kind of understand I'm not in the wrong theater. So that's good. This is just a style. This style is so interesting. It's so cool. And the over, like idea of two worlds two parallel worlds colliding you got your spider-mans from this universe and that universe and we have 3d animation 2d animation and i'll go over the last thing i liked about the movie which is the story the story i thought was done really well you have like six characters that you're trying to tell a whole movie or uh, tell a whole story about and sometimes introducing that many like characters can Things can get like super convoluted, but you introduce your lead Spider-Man character, the um, your supporting Spider-Man character. And you get an, like an even feel or a, a balanced feel between the two Spider-Mans and how they contrast to each other. And then you int- and then starting at the probably second act of the movie, you can introduce a third Spider-Man, and that's done really well. They give her plenty of time to kind of explain her story and everything try not to spoil it here for you too much and then the uh last half of the spider-mans get uh introduced at one time and then how they tell all their stories done or how they tell all their stories 
in the movie that it's done in such an entertaining and uh, unique way where it's not just kind of repetitive. It's like, all right, let's take five minutes, explain who this Spider-Man was and explain who this one. And then next thing you know, it's like 10 minutes of the movie lost and just explaining where everybody's coming from. And I think how I think for animated movies is so much easier to uh, suspend your disbelief and you can just go with the story and go with the flow of what's happening. It's not too like, um, it's not making you challenge like how this is even possible because it's an animation movie, whatever. It's a cartoon. What they do in this movie, you can't really get away with doing in like a live action movie, at least not done this well. I don't think. So the overall story is, um, a bad guy gets a hold of a of a machine where it collides like just like particles. It's just slamming a bunch of cool colors together, and then it starts and it opens up this doorway to other uh, dimensions in the universes. And that's where we get like all these other Spider Man, Spider Pig, Spider Girl, Spider Little Girl who's Asian or anime or something like that. And then they all somehow get pulled into this one ultimate uh, Spider Man world. And then, so, of course, they try to figure out how to get back. How do they be, uh, how do they defeat all the bad guys? And, and uh, you know, how does, you know, how do, how do they all get home? And how does this guy who just found out he's Spider-Man, how does he kind of, like, deal with that? This is probably the worst way to get, like, get all the Spider-Man powers. And the next thing you know, worlds are colliding. Next thing you know, there's a dozen Spider-Mans. And the next thing you know, there's a dozen people after you trying to kill you. I mean, who has time for all that? Crying out loud. <laughs> but this movie is... Um, so... There's no buts about it. It's just, this movie is just so fun. And I can't wait to see it again. I can't wait to get the Steelbook DVD. And then I can't wait to watch all the special features. And then I can't wait to talk about it some more. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, go check it out for sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll be in theaters for a little bit longer. It's been out for about a month now, but go check it out if you haven't. And thanks for listening. And if you're on YouTube, like the video or make little comments or whatnot. That's it. Peace. All right. Shout outs. If you made it to the end of the video and this is you, like, comment, or whatever. Do whatever you want. So shout out to Brian McManaman. Shout out to the Julian Bryan show. You special shout out to Devin Fother. Uh Podman Big Dev. What's up with those snake oil podcasts? I haven't heard from you. Uh shout out to Jonah or Gina. He was on the show. Shout out to Christopher James Comedy. He's got his own podcast. It's the In Movie Nerds We Trust. Oh, and last, shout out to the Chumpcast, another nerdy podcast. Do check them out. Uh, double shout out to everybody who voted intentionally on our poll. Triple shout out if you remember you have voted uh, on our poll. And quadruple shout out. It's a girl. We're having a baby girl. So that'll be uh, interesting. This is going to be a fun year. Thanks. Peace.